Rule number five, a man hanging on the ropes in a helpless state with his toes off the ground shall be considered down. I'm just getting that visual and it's making me smile a little, right? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. And I'm Landon. And I'm Sensei Jay. Oh my goodness, we've had Sensei Jay on so many times, we've got him announcing himself. That's funny, Sensei Jackie, good one. But more seriously, Sensei Jay was definitely on before, and I looked back and found one episode that he was on, which was the archery episode back in November of 2020. Can you believe that was 2020? Wow. Was that long ago? But I think that you've been on a couple more. Well, well, that's good because I couldn't remember back to 2020, but, uh, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I was on one for breaking. And, oh, yeah. I love that breaking and, episode. Um, one on fighting. I think reality fighting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That might have been your first one, Sensei Jay. We'll check it out. We will. And we'll put some of the links below in case you want to look at them. Good idea. Anyway, thanks for being on today, Sensei. It's always my honor, even though um, you're quite a tough crowd to work with. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So just in case this is your first time meeting Sensei Jay, he is a Black Belt in Goju Federation. Us. He certainly is. He's a master level Black Belt in fact, Sensei. Ooh, cool one. Us. Okay, it's time for us to get on with it, correct? Us. So how about we tell the audience what our episode today is? Okay, we're going to discuss the Marquis of Queensberry Rules. Sometimes they're called the Queensberry Rules, which is the term that we're going to use. Right, because frankly, Marquis of Queensberry is a mouthful. Plus, there's always some kind of controversy. Is it Marquis? Is it Marquis? But we looked it up and they said it's Marquis. That's what they told us. And if I remember correctly, these came up with T.D. McKinnon in our episode on wrestling, right? That is when we talked about these last time. That's right. And, and I did love that episode, too. Us. Can we put them in the show notes? I think we can. So we need to start by mentioning a couple of our sources. First off, we use Britannica, which is a tried and true. And then I also looked a little bit on a site called theshadowleague.com. They were a riot. They sound so mysterious, right? (laughs) Us, and this is unusual. One of the first things that came up on Google was a fight in 2017 between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, and how they fought using the Marquis of Queensbury rules. Wow, quite the teaser, Sensei Jay, because we are going to go back to that. Exactly, Landon. Let's start with some random facts. Who's going first? I think I'm going to start. The Queensbury rules are defined as a generally accepted code of the rules in boxing, and they are the rules that modern boxing is based on. And nowadays, the term, the Marquess of Queensbury rules, is used to describe fair play. That's true. And did you guys see that they were first put together in London in 1865, and then they were later published in 1867? I did. And the name was created because John Douglas was the Marquess of Queensbury at the time, and he endorsed the code. As far as we know, everything we've said so far is true. (laughs) As far as we know. But this is interesting. They were written in Welsh by a man named John Graham Chambers. He was part of the Amateur Athletic Club, and he put the rules together emphasizing technique and skill. 
Mr. Chambers approached John Douglas, who was the Marquis of Queensbury at the time, and Mr. Douglas said, hell yeah. And I'm <laughs> saying that is exactly what they quoted in the article. So do you think that's what he said? Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Here's one that's not as crazy, but still interesting. The Queensbury rules marked the first time that boxing gloves were mandatory. Speaking of gloves, you know the hand wraps that go under the gloves? Yes. So if you don't, just Google it. They're everywhere. They date back as far as fighting goes. Oh, to protect. Really? That was yeah. the protection they used to That's what knuckles? they did. They wrapped the hands and they have like um, images of it. Okay, back to it. Let's start by reading the list of rules. Us. I'll start us. But first, I want to say that we're reading them just as they were written, and sometimes the words are quite weird. You noticed it, right? Us. You noticed that the words were weird, and they left out words? And and that they were written in different order from the way we might say them conversationally today. Yeah, they were weird. Okay. I loved it. Here we go with the rules. Number one, to be a fair stand-up boxing match in a 24-foot ring, or as near that size as practicable. No wrestling or hugging allowed. Okay, that's always been the case, right? <laughs> wrestling and boxing are two different sports. Yes. The rounds to be of three minutes duration and one minute time between rounds. Is that still how it is today? I think it is. Three minutes and one minute down, yes. If either man fall through weakness or otherwise, he must get up unassisted. Ten seconds be allowed to do so. The other man, meanwhile, to return to his corner. And when the fallen man is on his legs, the round is to be resumed and continued until the three minutes have expired. If one man fails to come to the scratch in the 10 seconds allowed, it shall be in the power of the referee to give his award in favor of the other man. It's very interesting because it's quite detailed. I agree. Okay, rule number five. A man hanging on the ropes in a helpless state with his toes off the ground shall be considered down. I'm just getting that visual and it's making me smile a little, right? <laughs> me too. <laughs> Ass up in the air, toes Don't hanging down. Don't say that word. Okay, what's number six, Sensei Jay? No seconds or any other person to be allowed in the ring during the rounds. Still holds true yes. today. Yes. Number seven, should the contest be stopped by an unavoidable interference? The referee is to name the time and place as soon as possible for finishing the contest so that the match can be won and lost unless the backers of the men agree to draw the stakes. And obviously draw the stakes here means take it back. That's right. Right? That's what it means to me. Okay. I have number eight. The gloves are to be fair-sized boxing gloves of the best quality and new. Number nine. Should a glove burst or come off, it must be replaced to the referee's satisfaction. I've never seen that happen in a boxing match, have you? No. A glove come off? On like a TV match? Yeah. I've seen them loosen where they have to stop. Tighten and, and, and stop. I've seen and, that. And retie. Retighten them during rounds. Retighten the laces, yes. And so I guess because also they don't want the laces to cut the face of the other person. Exactly. Okay, Sensor Jay, where are we with number 10? A man on one knee is considered down. And if struck is entitled to the stakes. So that's a big loss if the guy loses his temper and hits him while he's down. Us. But that must be where that saying comes from. You can't you, you kick a man when he's down. I don't know. We'll have to look that up and see if that's where it comes from, us. Us. 
We love this one. You ready? <laughs> no shoes or boots with springs allowed. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I just have such a great visual with that one. And number 12, the contest in all other respects is to be governed by the revised rules of the London Prize Ring. So the London Prize Ring were the rules that preceded the Queensberry rules. Us. And I like this fact. The London rules and the Queensberry rules were designed because the brawling that made up early boxing matches alienated most of England's upper class. So they were doing it to bring in the money. Ooh. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but at that point, the people in power were really just trying to attract a better class of patrons. Uh, I'm going to move on from that, okay? Yes. Uh. The London Prize rules were created in the early 1800s, and then they were revised in the mid-1800s. To be honest with you, I found three different dates, so that's why I just said early and mid. There were only a few rules, and when we found them, they were not numbered. Mm. Will you read those in a row for me, Sensei Jay? Us. A 24-foot square ring enclosed by ropes. A knockdown ended around, followed by a 30-second rest and eight seconds to walk back into the ring. No butting, gouging, hitting below the waist, and kicking. I'm not sure what's weirder, that they use the word and instead of or for kicking, <laughs> or that a knockdown ended around. Right. When we get to the later in the show and we talk about John Sullivan, you guys are going to see that a knockdown ending around, like they went on and on and on with this, with this fighting. It was weird, right? It really was. But they have tried to streamline it as time has gone on. Let's try to compare some of the things that made the Queensberry rules a better set of rules than the London rules. Who can think of one? Um, I'll go first. The use of gloves. Uh, I'll take the round of three minutes with a one-minute rest in between. Right, instead of that knockdown rule. That, I think that was a, a game changer, don't you, Sensei Jay? Yes, I do. And I, I guess in the London rules, they didn't have the no wrestling thing. Or maybe the 10-second rule. No, they definitely didn't have the 10-second rule in there because the knockdown ended the, ended the round. Right. But I did find one more thing, and that was that this point, the Queensberry rules point, was when weight divisions first appeared. Hmm. Oh. Do you all remember that we did a whole show on weight divisions in boxing? So we'll put that uh, link up so that you can listen. Yes. Another yes. good one. Okay, so now everybody's got the basics. I'm going to stay on history, but I'm moving over to a man named John Sullivan. He was influential in making the Queensberry rules popular around the turn of the century. Us, but just to be clear, Sensei, you mean the turn of the century from the 1800s to the 1900s. <laughs> that was awesome, Landon, because obviously another century has turned. Oh. I'm not sure if my heart is broken or not with that news. Well, at least we weren't there for the first one. <laughs> Did they have uh, Y1K rather than Y2K? <laughs> anyway, I read about John Sullivan. And uh, I think I might have heard of him because he was pretty famous. And this is wild. Before he fought using the Queensberry rules, he won a world title under the London Prize rules. It is wild. Wait, wait till you guys hear. It happened in 1889. And we're going to try to put a picture up so you guys can see what the setup looked like. Here's a few kind of insane facts that we read about Mr. Sullivan's fight. You got this for me, Sensei Jay? I do. Number one, 
it was bare knuckle. Mm. The fight went 75 rounds. <sighs> Think about that. 75 rounds. But it was scheduled for 80. <laughs> Whoa. It's true that the rounds ended when someone was knocked down. Damn. 75 rounds. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) 75 bare knuckle Uh, rounds. Can you imagine what that must have been like for these people's poor outer core, their skin and their bones? And good Lord, man. Talk about how much power you would have to keep up. I mean, I wonder what they felt like by 75. I'd say a piece of meat. I don't know if I could walk around a ring for 75 (laughs) rounds. But it's scary and impressive. That's for sure. But I want to jump back even further. To 1743, when a man named Jack Broughton created a set of rules that preceded the London rules. He's famous among boxers because he was considered the father of English boxing rules. Okay, just to finish this off, Sensei Jackie, I could not actually find those original rules written anywhere. So with that, we've said enough about the old days anyway, haven't we? Yes, Uh, we have to say. We're going to take this one home with some notes about the 2017 fight between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. We'll start with a few quick notes about each fighter, just in case you haven't heard of them. You've got this, right, Landon? Us. Floyd Mayweather is a boxer, for those of you that don't know. (laughs) He stands just under six feet tall, has a reach of 72 inches, and fought under the nicknames Money and Pretty Boy. Ooh, right? And Ooh. one more thing. He retired in 2015, but he came out of retirement for this fight. And you will see why in just a minute, won't they? Ooh, uh, it's a teaser, Sensei. I love the teasers. I'm going to move us on to Conor McGregor. He's a retired mixed martial artist, MMA, and he also stands just under six feet, and his reach is 74 inches. He fought under the nickname Mystic Mac. And the Notorious. I think it's ironic that every single one of the subjects we talk about in this episode connect to another episode because we did a whole episode on the MMA. Yes, we did. So we'll tag a few of them down in the show notes and you can listen to what you want. They were great. But now we're traveling back to 2017. The fight was on August 26th. And I seriously do not remember that fight. I was clearly alive at at that point. I, I I don't recall it myself. I don't recall it either, but because of pay-per-view, a lot of these really famous fights I didn't see. Yes, but still you would think we would have heard of it, that somebody would have been talking about it. It was a big deal. I mean, I heard about it. So you heard about it like when you were in school? Right. And people were talking about the MMA versus the boxer? Very cool. See? It's because we're not in in school anymore. We're not getting any of the good news. I don't think you want to go back. (laughs) No, we do not. I'm going to get you guys focused with this fact from Sports Illustrated. Thanks, Sensei Jay. We do have a tendency to get off focus. What did Sports Illustrated say? It said the fight lived up to all the hype. It ended in a 10th round TKO with Mayweather the winner. But Mayweather was reported to say that McGregor came prepared. In the off chance that you don't know, TKO is technical knockout, which means the losing fighter was not prepared to do another round, correct? True. Thank you for explaining. My pleasure. But I think this is one of the most interesting takeaways from the night. Up to that point, Floyd Mayweather was 49-0. and 
And after the fight, he was obviously 50 and zero. This fight made Mayweather beat Rocky Marciano's record of 49 and zero. I'm just saying, I think that might have been part of his motivation to try to get a a 50 and 0 record. Do you think? I definitely think so because I did look up the fight last night and almost every uh, sportscaster or or sports writer mentioned that fact. So do they put it by an asterisk since McGregor wasn't an actual boxer at the time or that's not even an issue? I don't know what the reality is, but I do know that um, it didn't sound like an asterisk. No, it didn't to me either when I looked it up. And I'm going to say 49 and 0, that means 49 wins, no losses. Right. Whoa, that is impressive. Uh, right. It, and now, of course, someone's going to try and break Floyd Mayweather's record. OK. So that they can get 51 and zero. That's just how life goes. But I'm going to go back to the reality of daily life. This, I think, explains why both Mayweather and McGregor came to the fight. Are you guys ready? Uh, I'm ready. Why? Both of them made a lot of money. Uh, Mayweather got two hundred and eighty million dollars for that fight, and McGregor got $130 million. I'd try to go 75 rounds for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, that would make you try to tough it out. Yes. Okay, so now we have to hear from the audience. I am not going to ask the question, would you go rounds with a professional heavyweight boxer for money? I'm not asking that question. What are you asking, Sese? Well, you can, you can tell us anything you want. We love feedback. Yes, we do. But a couple of things that came to mind were things like this. Did you see the fight? between McGregor and Mayweather? And what did you think of it? And had you guys ever heard of the London rules before the Marquess of Queensberry rules? Had you guys ever heard of that? Let us know. It's easy enough. Just find us anywhere on the web at Wildcat Dojo. Add.com to get our webpage. Do Wildcat Dojo conversations on Instagram, and you can talk to us there or tag us or any other thing. And finally, you can be old school and email us at Dojo Conversations at AOL.com. All right. On that note, I think we should play a game of how many segues can we find to get to Honor Athletics? Okay. Can I go first? Please do. So we've been talking about boxing and boxing gloves. And of course, there's all sorts of practice equipment that goes along with boxing. So if you need any, you know who you can call? Honor Athletics, of course. Also, MMA feeds us in. You can get MMA gear there. That's true. But I bet they aren't going to find any rule books. But maybe. I don't know. You never know. Call Cynthia and ask her at 770-945-5150. Or visit them at honor-athletics.com. And don't forget when you're checking out to use the term Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount which I've said before is basically free shipping and everybody loves that. I do. Right. Absolutely. Scroll down to the notes. You can click her link right at the bottom of this episode. And on that note, it's time for us to thank Sensei Jay for being here. As always, my pleasure. It was a wild day of rule reading. Yes, it was. (laughs) But you always make it better. Thank you so much. I think he made the blooper reel. Us. Oh, cool. Now he has arrived. Now I've got something to look forward to. He's been on before. Us. And with that, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody. It was great. See you soon. Us. And I'll see you next week. And with that, I am signing off, but with the caveat 
that Sensei Jay is going to close out the show as he does every week, but today he's doing it live. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you or have you listen next time.